Welcome to True Tech, and today Apple just released the MacBook Pro 13 inch, and Sonos released of several new products, and Apple confirmed that WWDC will be in June 22nd. Alright, so this is the show that brings you guys all of tech news and inside all the news inside the world of tech. Alright, and don't forget to check me out at patreon.com slash true tech. Okay, let's get into the show. Alright, so first up, we got um, the MacBook Pro 13-inch. And they released this on um, in May. And it starts at $1,299. And so basically, this lower, the base end, the base model is the same price, but with double the storage, which is good. And it has an 8th gen... It starts at 8th gen i5, and there's like there's basically two versions of this MacBook Pro. There's a um, Intel i5 10th gen, and an Intel um, i7 10th gen. So basically, the higher end models have are better spec and are more expensive. So you're gonna only get better more RAM and better performance with the higher end models so basically there's no changes in the lower end model and the base the only change they really did was a keyboard they didn't change any didn't change anything else besides the keyboard and the physical escape key so everyone was expecting a 14 inch macbook pro that didn't come and Apple dropped a 13-inch MacBook Pro, so hopefully they're going to drop a 14-inch MacBook Pro. Cross your fingers. And so, it goes, this this MacBook Pro goes up to a 10th-gen generation processor um, that's 80% faster with gra gra graphic performance, which is amazing. And this MacBook Pro 13-inch is goes up to 32 gigs, which is the first for a 13-inch MacBook Pro. And it's it's more capable when doing this, and it has it it has the same display, and like I said, it has a new scissor mechanism, which is so much better to type on, and you guys can test that out, cause you know it's so much better, and it's it's a lot more portable, and it's basically like the middle MacBook Pro now, because you could if you want a really powerful MacBook, then you would go for the 16 inch MacBook Pro. But if you wanted something casual for regular browsing and doing work without having to do too many, um, like too much intensive stuff that would require a lot of power, then you go for the MacBook Air. So basically, this 13 inch MacBook Pro is in the middle because it doesn't have enough as much power as the 16 inch MacBook Pro. And that just um, puts it in a weird category. And it's interesting where this goes. So, um, it, this this MacBook Pro goes up to four cores at four point five gigahertz, up to thirty two gigs of RAM and thirty two three three point zero gigs of SSD read speeds. So that's good. And there's uh, it's fifty percent faster in um like the RAM, and it just gets really fast. 
So, a lot of people would just wonder whether they should get the MacBook Air or MacBook Pro 13-inch. And that really depends on you, whether you want to spend that extra money or if you want the weight. And are you going to be using this power and utilizing it in a way that would be necessary to get the MacBook Pro 13-inch? So, I mean, that's up to you and your budget and all because you, you guys know what you do daily and whether um, these MacBooks can handle that. And uh, it, it has a lot better graphic performance on the upper end model. And I think RAM performance is a lot better. And it it's, has 80% faster game performance, which is amazing. And Final Cut Pro is 60% faster 3D title render speed which is good for you guys who are using Final Cut Pro. And photo editing is good. But if you guys really want a powerhouse, then you should get the 16-inch MacBook Pro because it renders videos faster in ways that the MacBook Pro 13-inch isn't really capable of. And so now, this is a first for the MacBook Pro 13-inch. It comes up to 4 terabytes of uh, uh, memory and up to 3.0 gigs of read speed um from the ssds and basically they brought all the keyboard features from the 16 inch macbook pro to the 13 inch which is amazing because the butterfly keyboard had so many problems and a lot of people didn't like it but um overall it's it's a really major upgrade and the speakers are really good on this macbook pro and also the microphones because it sounds a lot better than previous gens and everyone knows that there's the touch bar on this macbook pro and they removed the um they put a physical escape key which everyone wants now and they also have the t2 chip which they had from the last gen and okay so basically everything else is the same except for the power and you could also get four uh four USB-C ports on the upper end, but you have to get the the one that starts at $1,799, which is a big, a big, um, it's a big risk. And if you're spending that much, you might just want to get the 16-inch MacBook Pro because of all the power it gives. And so this, this is really a... Interest, it's really interesting where this MacBook Pro lands since it doesn't have as much power as a 16-inch MacBook Pro and has more power than the MacBook Air. So it really depends on how you use a computer and how much power you'll be using with it. And so for today, um, Sonos introduced an, their new soundbar that has um, Dolby Atmos. Which is amazing because this is their first product with um, Dolby Atmos, which is great. And so they released this on May 6th. And Sonos introduced the premium sa smart soundbar that brings immersive, similar quality sound to homes around the world. And it's called the um, Sonos Soundbar Arc. So it's, it's basically bringing innovations into home theater with software-driven audio that immerses listeners in dramatic detail and has crystal clear dialogue and also has um, microphones that pick up um, voice assistance when you want to use it. 
So I think it's amazing that they're bringing this because people are all at home. And um, I think more people are watching TV than they did before. And it has more features. And today, there are more than 25 video streaming services and TV providers that are serving Dolby Atmos. And they're basically utilizing this um, Dolby Atmos and bring it to consumers. And the Sonos Arc is premium and it's a smart soundbar um, delivering an ultra-wide soundstage and immersive bass. And also there's 11 high-performance drivers including two that are upward firing for 3D audio produce dramatic clarity, detail, and depth. And it's a tuned-in partnership with um, Oscar-winning mixing engines mixing engineers and arc adjust its sound profi- profile through software based on the home theater setup and what's playing whether stereo dolby audio 5.1 or dolby atmos listeners can um refine arc sound in the sonos app with features including speech enhancement to fur- further clarify these vocals and there's also nice sound to temper loud explosions and an update to sonos true play tuning technology and it's also adjusting arcs acoustic profile based on the room accounting for horizontal and vertical sound that comes with immersive sound and the arc is going to be available in matte black and matte white and it's not like before it's not going to be um the further white version it's not going to be black and white it's going to be full white so it'll have a cleaner look and it's going to feature a 270 degree um rounded plastic grill and a calm, seamless exterior for multi-dimensional sound that elegantly fits within the comb. And it's built with the S2 um, software platform, which allows uh, Sonos to basically uh, have this cool assistant thing that will allow Apple AirPlay 2 and um, using Amazon Alexa or Google Assistant. While the um, Sonos Arc delivers powerful and cinematic sound on its own, adding Sonos Sub and a pair of One SL surrounds offers an even more immersive experience. The Arc replaces Playbar and Playbase in the Sonos lineup and is available globally on June 10th for $7.99 on Sonos.com. And the sound is just more rich and has a deeper bass which is um, what Sonos is um, claiming. And it's a huge upgrade for Sonos, and it's great. And the bass is uh, more upgraded. And basically, this they they launched three products, but I'm only going to get to Sonos Arc. And I think it's amazing how they're handling all these things with home, with the staying at home, and how they're doing. All right, so for some more Apple news, uh, Apple Apple's going to host virtual WWDC um, on June 22nd. And so Apple, on they released this on a press release, is uh, doing the WWDC on June 22nd in Apple's developer app and on the apple developer website for free for all developers so this company the company also announced the swift student challenge an opportunity for student developers to showcase their love of coding by creating their own swift playground 
Now in its 31st years, 31st year, WWDC will be an opportunity for millions of creative and innovative developers around the world to get early access to the future of iOS, iPadOS, and macOS, tvOS, and watchOS. And I'm really excited um, to test out the iOS betas and uh, watchOS betas and all the other um, all the other uh, OSs. So I'm really excited, and hopefully, Apple is going to do this like traditionally, like how they all uh, walk up on stage and how they just explain a lot of stuff. And there's rumors that they're releasing products in WWDC, like a new. They might be releasing Air Tags. We're not sure because that could be in the fall release, fall event, and. I'm really excited for this event, and hopefully they do good on it, and there's a lot for them to talk about. So that's all I have for this episode, and please let me know what you guys think, and on um, and just comment in Apple Podcasts, give me a review, and um, check me out at TrueTech.com. I mean, check me out at Patreon.com slash TrueTech. And for now, see you guys next time. Peace.